0: Welcome back to the Injury Prone Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Edwin Poros, doctor of physical therapy, medical analyst at fantasypoints.com. Today, I have one of the most likable dudes you'll find on the Twitter machines in the the fantasy Twitter landscape, one of the funniest, most original that you'll find underfollowed. He's a co-host of the Drinking Fantasy Podcast, the Ball Blast Podcast, and he has somewhere you can go to donate a, a charity that he is passionate about in his Twitter bio, at Jake Throwbridge. Jake, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on.
1: You are so welcome,
0: and I am delighted to be here with you. Absolutely. So we, I told Jake as little fantasy as possible. Now, he can take it or leave it, he said. But if you're here for like hardcore analysis, sorry, you're not going to get it today. This is something that is, uh, I'm not bringing Jake on for his fantasy stuff, although he's great at the fantasy stuff, okay? That's not to say he's not good at it. I'm okay but at it. Jake Let's be makes be honest. You're, you're good. You're good. Jake makes me laugh on my timeline. He's a timeline cleanser at times. And that's what I brought him on uh, to do. I've been on his podcast before, the Drinking Fantasy podcast last year. Uh, That was a good time. They're doing a bunch of good work. Go follow them. And I told Jake, I'm going to throw some curveballs at you. There's no script. There's no show notes. And I did that intentionally because I think he can roll with the punches pretty well. He's got some comedic chops. So let's start here. Jake, you have one of the most interesting names that I pronounce incorrectly. And until this very second and this moment in time, I have been pronouncing it incorrectly. It is... Trowbridge.
1: It is Trowbridge. And I've yeah, been yeah.
0: saying Throwbridge in my head for the however long we've known each other on Twitter for like a year now. So I apologize. Tell I me about your last version- name.
1: Your version rolls off the tongue a little bit easier. (laughs) I I think I should just change it at this point. Yeah, my name, so it's English. There is actually a Trowbridge, England, which is where my family originates from. I have heard every single iteration. I have heard Towbridge, I have heard Trollbridge, I have heard Throwbridge. So you can put any of them in front of me. I'm gonna respond to it, it's fine. I'm not a prude about my last name. Yeah, it's
0: so, strobridge. So it's so strobridge. Okay, so you you hail from England. Do you like biscuits and tea and stuff like that?
1: I I I hate tea. I will be honest with you. I hate, tea, you. As I as hate well. tea so much; it is garbage water. I would much rather have coffee.
0: Name your top five top five drinks.
1: My top five drink: alcoholic or non-alcoholic. Top five drinks. Top five
0: drinks. Top five drinks. Your, your PFF top five drinks.
1: Oh, oh, I love that. Uh, it's gonna be iced coffee for me because I love a good summertime iced coffee. I like, uh, I'm an Arnold Palmer person, which I think there's like four of us out there, which is where you mix the iced tea, which I'm fine with, and the lemonade together. That's great. Now I'm gonna venture all into alcohol and I'm gonna hit you with wheat beer for sure, is up there for me. I also love sipping on some scotch like my man Aaron Rodgers does. Uh, and really any bourbon mixed drink I'm pretty comfortable with, but it's straight up bourbon and soda. I love it.
0: Now you are a Packers fan. This is correct. Are you from the Midwest in general?
1: I am. So I That's lived gross. in gross. I'm from the Iowa. Midwest
0: too. Oh no. <laughs> you lived in Iowa. What part of Iowa?
1: Uh, Dubuque, Iowa, which is a stone's throw away from where I live now in Wisconsin. I was just Wisconsin junior. That's all it
0: is. Wisconsin, Jr. I've been through Iowa. My, uh, wife actually took her licensing exam in Iowa. We had to go to, um, what's the big, uh, Des Moines. How far is Des Moines from yeah, Dubuque?
1: That's like three hours.
0: Oh, what's a drive. It's a, it's yeah,
1: a you have to, to get to real civilization in Des Moines, you have to pack up and go.
0: Okay. So you grew up there. Is that right?
1: That is right. Yes. For the first 18 years of my life, and then I went to college at UW-Madison in Wisconsin, and then I've just stuck around, whether they Mm -hmm. want me to or not.
0: Madison is a nice place to be. We, one of the most, so my wife and I have been to Seattle, Portland. Um, uh, We lived in Kansas City. We're currently in Sacramento. We, where else have we been? We've been to uh, like the Caribbean. And we consistently say Madison, Wisconsin is one of the most underrated, like, Cities in the United States, and it's it's a it's a sneaky. It's sort of like, <sighs> hmm, let's throw some fantasy in this. It's sort of like Robert Woods. Every year, Robert Woods is like severely under drafted. There's one or two people drafting him, and then he ends up putting up like big spike weeks, and you're glad that he was on your roster at the end of the year. I feel like that's Madison.
1: Man, you are speaking my language so much right now. I don't think you could have picked a better player comp for me. I've never thought about it like that, but yeah, Madison is the Robert Woods. I love that.
0: What's your best place to go to in Madison for a drink?
1: Oh, geez. You know, there's this place. It's kind of an old timey German uh, deal where you can get the boots and all What's that. What's the name it's called of it? Essen House. It's right by the lake. It is fantastic.
0: I I wonder, do they have like really good like fried macaroni there? Although probably every bar does.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say you'll probably have to narrow it down a little bit, but I bet they do. I, I typically don't eat there. Uh, okay, I just okay. go for the boots, man. Okay. Okay.
0: Just the boots, not the booze. The boots. Okay. The booze and so the boots yeah. is ah. There you go. So tell me, how do you get from Madison, Wisconsin, college to Twitter? I see that you started your Twitter account in
1: two thousand nine. I'm
0: an OG to Ball Blast. Tell me, tell me your path here.
1: So I went to school for journalism, a very hefty, you know, endeavor. I, w- I was, uh, you know, I'm going to go get them with my journalistic integrity and all that. And then I got out of college and I was like, oh, man, there's no jobs. Uh, so then I stopped. So then I did a hodgepodge of jobs. I worked in banks. I worked in pharmacies. I worked everywhere. Uh, and as a side gig, I would always write somewhere for any, any place that would have me write, whether it was an entertainment based company i wrote wrote for cracked which was kind of like a mad magazine-y uh place and then i started writing for this place called the sportster which is just this kind of i don't know it's like clickbaity articles very much which is fine <laughs> they have their place i'm not bashing it because they gave me a job and, but that was like i didn't know much about football truly like i'm a leader for football this is a 2000 oh geez maybe 12 where I started writing. Are that, you like Benjamin
0: maybe. Button, dude? Good Lord. Like, <laughs> I feel like I view you as like a, I don't know, 25 to 30 year old. Are you like Benjamin Button though?
1: I'm such a millennial. I
0: am are, a, okay. gentleman's a, gen- <laughs> I uh, a
1: gentleman's 34. I love that gentleman's <laughs> 34.
0: Oh my God. That's the funniest thing I've heard. Okay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, anyways, I'm writing for these random places. and it just, like, I just happened to start writing about sports-ish. And then I picked up fantasy football, as we all do, I think just kind of randomly. And some buddies were doing it. And I, I didn't care, but I was like, I'll do it just to do it. And then I got super duper into it because we all get super duper into it. And then me and my buddy Dustin were like, let's just start a podcast. I don't know. This was two and a half, three years ago. I'm like, sure. This sounds fun. We live right next door to each other. People don't know that a lot, but we live literally right next door to each other. People don't know that a lot. Front. Huh? They don't know that a lot. They, they know it a little, it a little. Bit? little
0: a little bit they kind of thought they're like maybe they live next to maybe they podcast together like these
1: guys have a vibe like they probably yeah you're like live maybe they each other
0: maybe they live a little next to each other yeah okay. <laughs> like two
1: houses down that's right uh, yeah. we were on my front porch and we just recorded like a half-assed intro episode to see if we could like it a little bit and we did and then we just stuck with it uh i met kate and michelle Majuk through twitter space I had them on our podcast, the Drinking Fantasy podcast, as Steelers Homers. We did this thing called the Homers Corner. We wanted like fandom. Like, because we're not super impartial. We show bias towards the Packers and it's pretty blatant, but we call it out all the time because we know that we're dumb about it. And then we had them on and they, of course, they were amazing. They were one of our first guests. Uh, And then just a few months ago, they're like, hey, do you want to come do this? It's like, really? Me? This guy? How far down the list did you have to go before you <laughs> sent me that that tweet asking me to do it? But it's been so enjoyable, uh, and I'm I'm super excited to be. I think I just started to say excited and then psyched t- together. Uh-huh. That's how thrilled and you said I excite. am. That's how thrilled you are. That's your your excite. I'm so excited <laughs> to excited, be on that man. podcast. Yeah, no, the, it is they're.
0: Great. Kate and Michelle are, are are great people. They uh, I had Kate on my podcast last year, and she had some she had some pretty good takes. Um, that some of them didn't. Maybe the Zach Moss one, not so much. But we <laughs> uh, we love them all the same. It's okay. We That's all get right. we all get things wrong. Speaking of fantasy, though, give me your biggest swing and miss that you've had in fantasy football. Biggest call that you've had that 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 you missed.
1: There's too many to name. I, I no, come have on. to comb pick, through take, the pick archives a few,
0: here. Pick a few.
1: Oh, you know what? You know what I'm going to do. Top of mind, because it's it's my Twitter uh, profile avatar, and it will be until I pay off this bet that I kind of made to myself. I said that Gronk was not going to finish as a top eight tight end last year. What and did if he finish? Did He finished as literally the tight end eight. He was tied with Noah Fant for the tight end eight. So it's not my worst one, but it is definitely the one where I was like, there's no way he's going to be a top eight guy. Uh, And I said I would eat a Lego model of my own face if he did. So I'm working on an alternative because, you know, as a man of medicine, you probably (laughs) should know that that's not a thing you would do uh, and live through. So I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to do something else. No, man, seriously, there's so many players that I whiffed on. Like, I've been a big Kahale Warring guy who is who is Kahale Warring, you might be asking yeah, yourself. Yeah, exactly, right now. correct. He's the backup, 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 backup tight end for the Texans. And okay. I said last year he was going to have like a moderate breakout. That, of course, didn't happen either.
0: In your defense, the Texans draft tight ends, a lot, at least the previous regimes. They drafted like Ryan Griffin. They had Jordan Akins on the team. Uh, who else? They had a couple tight ends. For some reason, they love drafting tight ends. Okay, then then let's let's see your biggest home run. Maybe somebody that consensus wasn't so much high on, and you were.
1: Ooh, that's interesting. I This is so awkward. I don't like to pat yes, myself no, on the back. I it. spend most say, of my say time derailing it. Say it. Say on it. You're not going to
0: preface it. Say it. I'm interrupting I- you until you say it.
1: I was super out on OBJ in 2019 when he was a top three or four wide receiver. Still, it was his first year with the Browns and everybody. I remember getting ragged on so hard because I posted, am I the only person who has him firmly outside my top eight this Mm. year? Like it's ridiculous Mm. to even think. And I got Mm. so dragged on that. Mm. And if I recall OBJ was like barely in the top 20 that year and it felt so good. That offense is
0: so bad. Like, I was in on him in twenty nineteen too from like an injury perspective, performance perspective. Sure. It ended up just being the offense. They just for whatever reason, they can't get the dude the ball. He wasn't performing. I think nineteen he played through a groin, but still it was not mm-hmm. even even this year before he tore his ACL, he was the dude just was not putting up numbers. And it seems stupid to say like, oh, the Browns are better without, you know, OBJ, but the Browns have a better record LBJ, and it's kind of, it's kind of mind boggling. Um, yep. Okay. So we cover your, your biggest hits, but what, what's your, what's your biggest um, what's, what's, what's your favorite league to play in? type of
1: league. I am basically at the point where I won't play in anything. That's not super flex unless it's my home
0: league. Oh, I just wow. love
1: that. I know.
0: Wow. I, I can't big go fancy back. guy, big fancy guy. Huh? Okay. Okay. I need all the
1: quarterbacks <laughs> I can handle.
0: Okay, who's your favorite quarterback this year in Superflex?
1: Uh, like we're talking value-wise, maybe? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm actually getting really in on Daniel Jones as a late-round target,
0: <laughs> but I know
1: I know it's gross. I know mm-hmm. it's gross. But I, I'm only using his, him as a precursor to my true dude this year. It's Ryan mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick time, ladies and gentlemen. Again, it's <sighs> Ryan Fitzpatrick time. You take him in the last round of your draft, and you come back here next year, and you thank me to
0: my face. He He is he's an interesting cat, man. Like he, he retired and then he didn't retire. It's just, it's a very interesting situation, but okay. Okay. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Now tell me a little bit more about the biggest mistake you see fantasy football players make. What do you think is the biggest mistake?
1: Trying to solidify every spot on your roster too early. If we're talking like a dynasty perspective, that is 100% the thing people get locked into this thing. Sometimes they do it in their draft when they're doing the startup draft. Well, oh geez, I haven't, I'm six rounds in and I don't have a running back. So I better hurry up and reach and grab whatever running backs there. Cause I don't like looking at that blank spot on the page. Don't, why, why, why do that? Why scrounge for that value in your draft? You have so much time to build your team and you don't have to rush this thing. In fact, sometimes it's really great to leave a glaring hole on your roster in drafts. So you know exactly what to go trade for. Um, and it's actually kind of freeing. You know, you can you can live in the moment
0: of <laughs> bit in your draft. How beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. I'm a poet. Okay. <laughs> Tell me your uh, your top five desserts.
1: Top five desserts. List them, rank man. them this
0: time. Start with five.
1: Oh start, start with, with five. number five. From the ground mm-hmm. on up. Yeah, from wow. the ground up. From the ground okay. up. Okay. Tiramisu is my number five.
0: You? How are you from the Midwest? You're like the fanciest guy. You like only Superflex, That's you drink right. Scotch. Like, is this really your, you know, you like tiramisu. How are you from the Midwest?
1: My favorite hat is a top hat, <laughs> 100%. Uh, you
0: only write calligraphy in the feather pens, I'm assuming, you write checks, you still continue to write checks, I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, my handwriting is garbage for what it's worth. Okay. That is the most Midwestern thing about me is my handwriting
0: <laughs> probably. Same, same. Um, so tiramisu five. Okay,
1: so t- tiramisu. Now we're talking. Is dessert qualify? Like, is ice cream just a dessert? Is that fine to
0: say? I mean, that's fine to say. We we can go there. We'll you know, what? I'm cream. gonna
1: no, I'm gonna classy it up now because I am a classy man, and I'm gonna say affogato. I think see? I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's where you do the espresso over gelato. It's
0: so good. Ooh. Ooh. So good, man. Okay.
1: All right, but now let's Number get four. let's get midwestern about it. Okay. I'm huge into pie. <laughs> Like
0: <laughs> you really, banana. you really couldn't get more Midwestern. I like a good pie, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I hate pumpkin and uh, like the Ooh. seasonal ones that people like, like apple really? pie, pumpkin pie. I can't really get on board with those pies much. but I love like banana cream pie. Okay. It, it's just amazing.
0: Banana um, cream pie. Okay. So number three is banana, banana cream pie.
1: Yeah. And number now two. we're getting into, Oh, okay. Every year on my birthday, hair. every year okay. on my birthday, I make, I don't make her. That feels weird. But the Mrs. Jeez, the, what Mrs. Mrs. Makes me, the Mrs. makes me a Don't get cake. canceled. Don't get canceled. She knows that it's my favorite. And it's like tradition going back to childhood. Okay. And it's okay. stupid. And this is going to no, set me back for my, my fanciness here. But it's just yellow cake mix out of the box. Like plain old whatever with chocolate frosting. That's it. I want That's it in something. two layers, though. I want the two layer effect with it. So there's more frosting. But other than that, I'm a simple man.
0: No, no, no. That's not dumb. That's not dumb. That's, okay. that's definitely something ch- tied to your childhood. And you're, that's a, that's a judgment free zone. What about number one?
1: I appreciate it. Number one, and this, this is hard. The rest of them were easier.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't say birthday cake is number one.
1: I should have. If, if I'm man. being honest, I should have done that, but it's you already. Could, you, you could, could have that one next. back, huh? Yeah, It's in the past, man. I, I can't do it. Oh. oh, here's what I love. They, they do not make this anywhere that I've found it recently, but going back to my childhood, another one of those things. There is a place that made peanut, no, excuse me, made butter finger pie. And it was like the best thing. I haven't had it since I was maybe 16 years old. It was so incredible. I think about it to this day.
0: Have you seen the videos? I think his name is, oh my gosh, I'm going to, I'm going to blank on his name. He's a dude with long uh, red hair. He's a ginger. He's on Facebook. He puts out funny videos, ultra spiritual guy. I wish I could think of his name. Anyway, they do this bit. It's this video, these videos of it's called like the ice cream parlor. And what they do is they bring in these characters and every character hilariously has like some big deep life dilemma or they're in a transition or something. And these two people will make them ice cream and they'll be like, how can we help you today? And then they'll be, they'll say something And then eventually it gets to the point, this is really, you just have to watch it. It's like an altogether, you have to watch it bit they'll get to the point where they're like, do you want to go vanilla because you're you really boring because I can see that today you're wearing your green jacket and you know that that girl across the street, is gonna, you're going to walk past her again and you just don't have – the like you have to watch – it's not funny when I describe it, but I, I promise if you go watch these videos, the ice cream – if you Google like ice cream parlor funny videos, it, you'll come across them. It's
1: like ice cream life stories. Yes. That's kind of nice. Yes.
0: Like I'm sorry to get way off the beaten path there, okay? <laughs> All right. Back to serious sprots and stuff. Yeah. Tell me – who the best quarterback is in the NFL draft?
1: Oh, oh! In this year's draft, I'll take it. I don't want to. No, I'm going the safe route because I, I will. Let me tell you something about mm-hmm. myself. If we're okay. talking really for fantasy perspectives. Okay. I want that's people it. to know this. I don't start evaluating rookies until after the NFL draft. It's
0: the dirty occurred. secret. It's the dirty secret. Man, I, I,
1: I don't. Who has time to be doing this before the draft? <laughs> not uh, not Chris this guy. Chris
0: Mortensen. Chris Mortensen does. Yeah.
1: Okay, that's fair. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you should probably listen, to Chris. Right, right. Did, do, you, do, do
0: you know things? what I'm referring to about his no. video that he uh, he said that uh, Justin Fields there are concerns about his mechanics because of playing baseball. That's uh, that's oh, really. Well, I'll let you go find it. It's on I my take somewhere along back. What
1: I said about listening to Chris, you you <laughs> yeah. actually can I'm probably sure listen to me not. about this right now.
0: He he he's a. I'm sure he's a good guy. I'm sure we don't want to talk talk poorly yeah. about Chris Morrison. Yeah. Um, but I think that specific take. Was a little interesting, considering we all love Patrick Mahomes for playing baseball. Did you know Antonio Gates played basketball? Are he you was, sure he Are was you a sure power forward? No, definitely basketball. Okay. okay, definitely basketball. Okay, so now <laughs> let's move on to some more serious sports talk. Sure. All right. Who do you think is the best-looking quarterback of this group?
1: Oh, ooh. of this, of this draft class. It's a good one, right? That's a really good one.
0: That's I'll give you my really top. I'll give you my top, top. Okay. Hmm. I
1: was going to say, you're just going to rank them like one to six.
0: Let's rank them like, okay, let's do the, 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 the four or five that are in the spotlight. Okay. okay so no surprise here. Mac Jones is five. Okay. I mean, have I you seen that. the dad bottoms? I'm not into the dad bottoms, right? So I, I get okay, it. Mac Jones, Trey Lance, I don't Actually, I think I think I don't like the sunshine here for uh, for uh, good old Trevor Lawrence. So I'm going to make him four. Lance three. We'll go fields. Okay. How many did I just give?
1: You just gave four.
0: I didn't ever actually rank these. I'm just like doing this off the top of my head. I'm sorry. But I was like that. I was, I was wondering, you don't have to answer that question. I thought it'd be funny to ask it. And then I like answered it for myself. <laughs> can I
1: just, can I point out about yeah. your rankings? What I loved though Go was ahead. that Trevor Lawrence was so far down it because I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I personally don't understand it. Yeah. It's the, it's the gauntness. It's the, the sunshine hair. I don't know. What yeah. We, what I, we I just
0: feel like he could use a good trim. I don't know. He just needs like a fade or something. I don't know. <laughs> Something that really really bothers me about his hair. I get the I get the look though, like it's a brand at this point. I'm surprised he hasn't branded it the way Minshew has.
1: Ooh, give it time. Yeah. Next year it'll happen.
0: Speaking of Gardner Minshew, can you tell me who your who your best impersonation that you do is? Like which impersonation do you do is your favorite that you think is is the most accurate?
1: I think the one that I'm most accurate at is also the most boring because everybody kind of does it, but it's Matthew McConaughey. I do think that he's probably the easiest for me to do. Yeah, man. It's just, you got to kind of like relax your jaw and just let the words pour out of you. You know, it's not even, you're not even really thinking about it. You just sort of let it overtake you.
0: you Time is a square. Can you say that one? Time is a square. What does he say? Time is a square circle. I don't even know what he says.
1: Time is a squared circle, man. You're not even looking at it like a real shape. You know? Do
0: you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm? Is that from the car commercials?
1: Is that? Remember those weird car commercials?
0: No. No. Oh yeah, where he like pulls up on this on like this bowl or something, and he just like gently breaks, and he just looks at the camera, and then he goes in reverse. You know? Is that the one that you're thinking of?
1: It's got to be the same, but, but I just remember he does this weird, like he rubs his fingers together and just like this yeah. really plaintive, like he's rolling a a boogie around in his hand or something. It's so, it's so. Weird. I haven't
0: seen that one. The yeah. one that I'm talking about is time is a flat circle. <laughs> you said time is a square circle. That's all. <laughs> time is a flat circle that. from uh, Interstellar. From the movie Interstellar. Uh.
1: Oh, I actually did remember. I remember liking that movie a lot, but it's clearly been a while since I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it
0: was it was an interesting movie. Okay, second favorite impersonation you do.
1: I think second favorite is Morgan Freeman, (laughs) because again, it's somewhat simplistic and you don't really have to overthink it. And if I go on for too long, you'll stop believing it's anywhere close to an impersonation.
0: Because can you it say, does get worse. <laughs> can you say Trevor Lawrence is the undisputed number one quarterback in this class, and it's not even close?
1: Trevor Lawrence is the undisputed number one quarterback in this draft, and it's not even close. It's not oh, that's particularly a, close. Not, oh, my God. <laughs> okay, another
0: list of top five. Your top five favorite or least favorite uh, Twitterisms, fantasy football Twitterisms.
1: Oh. <sighs> yeah it's not it's not particularly close has to oh be very God. near the top for me uh, it, it is it probably is if you're saying that, it probably is if
0: we're having a conversation about it, it's probably closer than you're saying. yeah I, I feel it yeah. on that one.
1: the change my mind thing gets me every time like when people use it sarcastically, I think it's funny, but when people are kind of serious about it and they're like, this Trevor Lawrence, who's the undisputed number one, changed my mind. It's like you're never gonna have your mind changed in a million years if that's how you're presenting yourself I, I hate that. Any other ones that you can think of? Oh, geez. I'm sure there's a bunch. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I I do. People latch on to certain catchphrases uh, over time, and it just oversaturates. So, yeah, but I I don't want to come off too prickly here. You know, do what you want. Prickly
0: as you want. I mean, people can do what they want, and we can talk about how annoying it is. I mean, there's two different things, right? We we live in a free country, as they would say. No, I think that the Twitter in general, as I learned early on, you cannot take twitter too seriously but that starts with not taking yourself too seriously i think that once you hook on to a take that is like 50 at least at least 51 percent out of your control that's a dangerous that's a dangerous place to be in and i can see how twitter can be a toxic place if you if you don't have like the good if you're not grounded i guess so which is fun because that's why i have people like you on because i can tell that you're like you, you let things go right you're not on twitter to like you know be the next matthew barry or anything like that you're on twitter because you like doing this thing and you do impersonations every now and then and you're underrated funny and that's why we're enjoying each other's company tonight two midwestern boys that's so moving right. on moving on what is your prediction for the super bowl in 2021
1: oh man I, i'm gonna I want to be a homer so bad, but I know it's not going to happen. I'm not going to put the Packers in there. No, you know what? I'm going to do it. <laughs> I, I owe it to myself. You're I the think. worst.
0: I owe it to myself to do You're literally the worst. you know that? You're like the absolute. You go, I'm such, I, I'm aware of my homerisms. And then you're just <laughs> yeah. like a homer. That doesn't give you the right to just be a homer. Here's the Doesn't
1: thing. it? If I announce it ahead of time, does no. it a little bit?
0: I will say one thing. Yeah. It is absolutely face tilting that Tom Brady threw what how many picks in the NFC championship game 4 2 in the fourth quarter or some shit like yeah yeah we don't have to go down that Tom Brady rabbit hole okay you're not going <laughs> to they're the same people who like their their minds aren't going to be changed but he was yeah. until the super bowl his play was terrible he 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 was literally i think behind only Mitch Trubisky in the playoffs i think Trubisky's like two or three snaps or whatever it was um like the worst completion adjusted completion percentage among all quarterbacks and like they I don't. I hate. I hate sportsisms. I hate like quotes and sportsisms. The mm-hmm. Packers lost that game more than the Bucks won that game by miles, totally. by miles, yeah. and that's got to be tilting for you. So my it question is, is every year. <laughs> what the bleep are the Packers in the front office doing? I feel like they have gotten two years in a row, and I'll let you. I'm, I'm sure you have plenty of opinions. The way I, as an outsider, the way I view a pack, the Packers, uh-huh. they're an organization who has lucked into Aaron Rodgers they are like the cheating boyfriend the meme of the boyfriend who's looking all the time they haven't renegotiated his contract they seem to make life at the very least inconvenient for him at every turn they've hired this coach who in 2019 started rain on the parade Jake the 2019 Packers were the biggest pretenders that their their combined win total I remember looking at it against teams that were above 500 was terrible but they had a pretty easy path. So then they get to 2020 and I'm like, there's no way they sustain this. And then they sustained it. And I yeah. feel like eventually the rug is going to be, and again, I'm trying not to be biased, but I just view them and I'm like, how are they, be, how do they continue to be successful? And the answer is Aaron Rodgers. So now the floor is yours. Yeah. I didn't know we were going to get into serious NFL Packers talk.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I I will say. And, you know, let me throw out a true Super Bowl prediction before we get onto that, just so that I can uh, I can live with myself here. Let's say that the Cardinals overtake the Bills. That's what I want to see. That's what it would be very fun if I'm not talking Packers. Now to get back to the Packers. Uh, Yeah, 2019, if you want to call it kind of fluky, I can I can totally get on board with that. I think 2020 legitimized them as a team, like as a real team, like, oh, boy, OK. And and the coach knows what he's doing kind of most of the time, uh, except for some really boneheaded mistakes. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers, you said it. They lucked into him. And now they're they don't know what to do with him. Like we have all this good luck. Should should we spend it or should we just waste it? Ah, I don't know. I can't decide. And They go through this every single year. Um, so it's the, the decision is going to be, Hey, do you really want to use this good luck and this goodwill that you have with this prime athlete who's still rocking and you want to draft this, uh, some competent players that can be utilized this year? I don't care if it's offense defense, but like actual guys that will help win this year. Or are you going to keep doing the same thing? You
0: know? I feel like they're just like a 55 year old man who grew up in South Texas playing like madden dynasty mode like what are they doing yeah I, i'd like why did they draft love in the first place why did they draft aj dylan and no, aj dylan's great i love squads great thighs on aj Dillon. we all Absolutely. know that got some ham hocks the yes but why are they drafting these dudes and leaving him for his number two wide receivers basically aaron jones no knock on aaron jones that's great for us fantasy players but I just, I don't, I can't wrap my head around it. I'm sure you're happy that they're winning. I, if I were you, I'd probably be happy too, but yeah. I don't know, man. I don't, I can't wrap my head around that organization.
1: Right now they're doing it to spite me personally. Uh, I'm pretty confident.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, so we're going to wrap up here, okay? I don't want to keep you too long. This has been basically a meandering podcast of just everything in my head today. I had a long day, man. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm looking forward to talking to Jake because I had a long day. I just wanted to BS for a while. I love so it. first I want to open the floor to you. You have however much a a lot of amount of time you take to say anything you have to say can be fantasy related, can be life related, can be most handsome quarterbacks in the league related, maybe kickers, (laughs) literally say anything. Because I'm going to ask you some questions after this, but I just want to give you the floor first. I've been talking a lot.
1: Well, I I just want to take this opportunity to call out. Uh, that what you alluded to earlier on, I want to latch on to about Twitter and not taking yourself seriously on Twitter because I think that was an amazing point. And it really is a way that like people burn out so quickly. You see that star like shoot up and it's amazing to watch. But if if you start taking it too seriously, that comes crashing down immediately. I don't want to see that happen to anybody because you've already seen it too often. And it doesn't even have to be about fantasy football. It can be about anything. If you take anything on social media too seriously, you are gonna feel the burn in a really bad way. And it's just, it's not worth it. And so this is where I promote, use your block button, use your mute button, mute words, mute people. I don't care. I know some people are against that. I'm not, I love it. I love a healthy, clean timeline for myself. And I've blocked people and then unblocked them. I've unfollowed people and then re-followed people. There are no big rules to this thing. Make your own and make it enjoyable for yourself.
0: That was a question I was going to ask you. What advice do you have for people who want to grow in this space?
1: Growth, I don't know that I'm qualified to really talk about that truly. And that's not a humble brag. That is just, I think, true because it's so individualistic. Like growth for somebody else is not going to be the same as growth for me. But I will say, if you try too hard to sort of do the thing that you think you're supposed to do, because that's what other people have been doing, and I feel like I need to fit that, then it's probably not going to work. Um, I'm sure there's exceptions. I'm sure people can do that. But it's not going to be enjoyable growth, probably at that point. And if you get to a certain point, then you're going to be like, what have what have I done here? <laughs> you know, Because then at a certain point, you can't shift really away from that. So just do your thing. Uh, it's simple and it's kind of stupid, but do your thing.
0: No, I don't think that's stupid. I think it's really good advice. I mean, you've done your thing. You're growing. You're here with ball blast. They're taking off literally, you know, no, uh, no pun intended with the the rocket <laughs> blast. Um, so no, man, I think that I think that's definitely, definitely good advice that I would take. Um, I would definitely second what you said. Just be yourself. Don't take yourself too seriously. Use the I don't use the block button often just because what I, I, I kind of cheat the system and I uh, set it. So my notifications, I only get notified by people who follow me or if I follow them or something like that, I don't get notifications. If there's no interaction, there's no relationship, Twitter relationship.
1: Ooh, Um, Interesting.
0: I didn't even know that was a possibility. I think that's that's what I did. If I'm thinking of the right medium, I'm pretty sure that I did that at some point a long time ago, but yeah, man, don't take yourself too seriously. I think that's, that's good advice. Um, now rapid fire. Okay. I'm ready except not so rapid fire because the first thing I want to know is tell me about the time. (laughs) Sorry. I'm all over the place. Okay. Tell me about the time that you got the most drunk.
1: Most drunk for me is actually, this is a story of how me and uh, the missus of 15 years got together. we, We didn't get together at this, but this was like at the precipice. We were friends. And we had just freshly, I mean, we freshly turned 21. Okay. And we were drinking a blue UV vodka. which used to be a thing. Dangerous. It was a blue raspberry flavor. Yeah, out. I remember that. Mm-hmm. We didn't know. We, we weren't booze hounds. We just like, well, that looks bright and fun. So we made a lot of that. And we made lemonade based drinks off of that. And we drank way too much of it. I ended up actually throwing up uh, directly into her hair. Um, And so there's we were nothing more or?
0: romantic than that.
1: Well, clearly not, because it was literally six months later, maybe, that we started dating. So I'm just telling you, there's, there's, see, there's a path out there there's for a, everyone. There's a
0: one point, or there's a 0.99 correlation between throwing up in a random girl, well, not random, I guess, and an acquaintance's hair and be getting married to them. So congrats yeah. on 15 years, though, man. Good for you. Thanks, man. Yeah. So Feels what, good. what did the next day look like? I'm curious about that.
1: I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea because I don't know if I've ever had probably a more throbbing headache in my,
0: in, in my life. So then what was the next, well, what was the next interaction like? Uh, sorry about your hair. It was, no, it, sh-
1: first of all, she was such a champ about it because like even that night it was like, well, she went and cleaned up. She went and, uh, you know, washed it all out or whatever. And I'm pretty confident she kept drinking. I did not um and and it was like nothing ever happened the next day it was just like oh wasn't that funny remember when you projectile vomited oh, into my oh hair no. that's the kind of person you need to be with i'm
0: telling you. oh my god that's terrible okay well good for you you uh ended up ended up uh with with a good person that that just cleans the vomit out of their hair and then what, what a metaphor for life um so the next thing tell me rapid fire again tell me What is the biggest accomplishment of your life?
1: I mean, 15 years. Yeah. Just kind of talked about that. That is a huge accomplishment for myself, but let's say number two on that list, uh, would be just truly starting a podcast just cause I don't know, it's like that pie in the sky thing. It's like, oh, we did it just that first step of actually doing it. It's kind of unspoken, but it's a big step just to do and put yourself out there.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So that was our rapid fire segment. (laughs) Let's end with another top five list. Why don't you tell me, uh, tell me your top five favorite foods in general? This is where your Midwestern might show itself.
1: Yes. Culver's uh, butter burger—that's <laughs> going to be right up there. People probably have no idea what Culver's <laughs> is. Uh, it's so it's good. It's fast food. Immediately showed your Midwest. <laughs> It's fast food, but it's not like it's not grubby fast food. It's, it's not like, like the it's like the, sport, right? it's
0: like the In and Out. It's like the In and Out of the Midwest.
1: Yeah, that's a perfect way of putting it. But I also I just want to say I live. It is I lived out in we lived out in California for one year in Los Angeles, and everybody raved about In and Out. And I went, and it, it, it was fine. It's okay, but it's not Culver's. Culver's is better.
0: Oh my god!
1: Um, I'm also gonna go ahead and say pizza. I just I fucking love pizza, any pizza.
0: Man. I'm sorry, it's just any so- pizza yeah so
1: yeah truly it's uh, bad pizza is still bad but it's not as bad as other bad foods right if that makes any Correct.
0: sense bad broccoli is you yeah. don't want any bad robbing. you
1: can't come back
0: from that mm-hmm,
1: honestly right. i love cereal so much now Ooh, i never underrated. i don't i didn't even really eat cereal that much as a kid but like i've grown to love it as an adult so very mature person here
0: yeah of course what what uh, brand is cereal what kind of cereal uh, I have my I have okay, now we're gonna sub sub top five. Give me your top five favorite cereals. Perfect.
1: First of all, always off brand. Always like malto meal bagged cereal unless I'm feeling splurgy and then I go for life. But cinnamon life is my favorite cereal of all time. Brand, are you like a
0: brand guy? Like how old, how old are you? You really are Benjamin Button right now. <laughs> 89, like I'm buying the life cereal.
1: a thousand <laughs> years old because I eat life cereal. There's okay. your uh, headline to this whole thing. So
0: multi-meal?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Multipeal is
1: the, the overarching, like, overarching brand okay. that makes like the bagged cereals of like oh, all, right, all, right, all right, your right. favorites you know <laughs> oh my god I'm gonna sound so ridiculous I love honey
0: bunches of oats oh no the honey bunches of oats I fuck with those oh yeah They're Absolutely. are so good
1: uh, also cinnamon toast crunch but only for like the first three Ooh. minutes you Ooh. know you really have to shovel it down because otherwise yeah. it goes downhill fast yeah, yeah Uh, Frosted Flakes Frosted Flakes are a classic mm-hmm. oh, uh, okay. Uh, okay. I, I enjoy them We'll try.
0: we It's p- not particularly close. We'll try. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> and Lucky
1: Charms does come in at some point in that list. It has to for me. Like, How
0: different of a list we have?
1: What's What's yours? Can I say? Well, is I'm it glad like you Shredded asked. wheat it's like shredded <laughs> wheat. Top of your list here.
0: Plain, plain uh, wheat wheaties. What are they called? Like the plain wheaties without the sugar frosting?
1: Yeah, wheaties. Yeah, that's fair.
0: No, those are terrible. I don't want those. Okay, okay. 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 so those are my not top five. Those are not on my top one. Cause, yeah. Man, you're really making... Okay, so I'm a big sugar person. And wow. that's terrible because I don't want to get the betus. So I'm trying to avoid the beetus. So I we don't act... My wife and I actively avoid buying, you know, cookies, cereals. We're bad in other areas. We're pretty good at avoiding the sugar. Okay. So this is a treat when I have these. So number five, I'll say my number five is Frosted Flakes. Those are pretty good. Frosted Flakes pretty good. Very um, good number four would probably be lucky charms. Okay. Lucky charms. I like it. Um, number three would be, what are they called? Um, the, the fruit loops, fruit loops.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. That makes Mm -hmm. sense. Yeah.
0: Okay. This is where it gets tough. Okay. This is where, so I have three in my head. I'm going to have to leave one of them out. So, I'm probably going to leave out Captain Crunch, honorable mention, Captain Crunch, really good. Okay. So, but then I'm going to say Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. And then the one remaining Goat 1.01 cereal, Fruity Pebbles.
1: All right, I can't actually How believe I left fruity Puffs? pebbles yeah. off my list. I feel embarrassed now. I would replace lucky charms with them in a heartbeat, if I'm honest. Can we strike this entire episode now, based yeah, on I mean, that? Let's start that's, over. That's embarrassing. I don't feel comfortable putting that out into the
0: world. <laughs> where, where were we, anyway? You're, I think cereal was three. Cereal,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh yes, on the on the actual foods list, mm-hmm. cereal mm-hmm. was three. Um, I like. I think you will you will hate this because I know you. <laughs> Oh, but I love like the plastic fakest Legos. N- oh, God, damn it. no, like the fakest Taco Bell type uh, of food, but only one specific thing, which is a double decker taco now. And I'm sure and I again, I know your stance, but a double decker taco, <laughs> they don't even make it anymore. They don't even make it anymore. It was like, too good for the world. It was a regular, well, regular. It was a hard shell taco, which I know is not a, really taco? a, taco. a taco. It's not really a taco. Right, right. <laughs> it's a hard shell taco with all the stuff, and then they do the refried beans, and then they wrap it all up in the soft shell, double decker. It's amazing. I'm about to
0: make you so uncomfortable. Okay. Do you know what? Do you know what my abuela's doing right now?
1: Is she making like actual good food?
0: No, she's rolling in her grave by that description. <laughs> oh. I told you I was going to make you uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> yeah, you did live up to the hype. <laughs> you that, was, that. that
0: was disrespectful i love my, i love my one okay she's she, we're good we're good okay continue move on with number you, that was I your only number got one left yeah
1: I, one left uh oh boy oh boy best food of all time you know what i she's like already. i like chicken wings a lot and i don't care Ooh. about the flats and drummies debate either mm-hmm. just eat it
0: yeah <laughs> just Agreed. put it
1: in your mouth hole and enjoy what
0: kind uh
1: like what's my favorite sauce
0: mm-hmm. dry rubber or would you call it? Wet? Dry rub's great wet because rub? like
1: I love a Cajun dry rub on those things. Mm. Cause there's not much mess. Mm. Uh, I love that type of seasoning. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, but I like to do the comp cause I like the the dipping sauces along with the slapping mm-hmm. sauces.
0: Okay.
1: I mean, I'm pretty, what's your favorite My spice tolerance is like medium,
0: very midwestern. So I
1: like a medium hot sauce rubbed mm. in there. Like nothing crazy, nothing okay. fancy. And then I just dipped that in ranch dressing. And Show ranch
0: dressing was the cherry on top. I knew you were going to say that. No, I love ranch too, man. There's ranch my Midwesterner. My Here's the thing. I feel like ranch started in the Midwest in in the mid-2000s, like the 2013, 14, right? Around the dawn of social media being mainstream. I stand by the fact that the Midwest used ranch for everything before anybody else. And then now you got the commercials with like the... The, the state farm commercial where she's like and a cider ranch and gives like a ranch for pizza we were eating ranch with pizza as children weren't we jake
1: we sure i don't were, think was the, fact, the only the... thing that made my school's pizza edible
0: <laughs> was dipping
1: <laughs> it in ranch <laughs> right so.
0: agree okay, i can definitely see that <laughs> okay man so i think that's it wrap up and tell me um your favorite joke right now on your head in your head make me laugh favorite- i'm a big dad sure. jokes man
1: Oh, you're a dad jokes oh, guy. Can dude. I tell you, I just got put on the spot at a work meeting today to tell a joke, which I, man, I feel like you're putting me in a one. similar bind. I'm going to tell you one. the exact same joke because oh, it's going to be no. just as bad. Okay. I am not a person who like has a joke mind. Like I don't, hmm. I don't know how to structure jokes. I don't memorize them very well. So okay. I had to look one up off of the Laffy Taffy website. <laughs> oh, I'm that's kidding terrible. you not. This is, I work with adults, I should say, right. by the way, they're grown people, Um. <laughs> But it, it was, what did the egg say to the frying pan? You crack me up. That's what you get for putting me on the spot like that, right? If you wanted quality, maybe you should warn a guy.
0: Follow Jake at Jake Trowbridge, not Throwbridge, at Jake Trowbridge. Proud of you. On Twitter. Thanks for coming on, Jake. Appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me, Edmund.